Welcome back to the Consumer Toolbox. I'm your host, Milagros. I don't know about you, but I know of many older Americans, including my parents and in-laws, who were recently introduced to the internet or a new electronic device. Well, that's because the pandemic has pushed older Americans to adapt to new technology for medical purposes such as telehealth, online banking, shopping, or perhaps paying bills, or better yet, for communicating with their family and socially engaging with friends. Then there are those who are now using their electronic devices to participate in virtual exercise classes or educational workshops while senior centers remain closed. Just today, I offered a virtual workshop to seniors on the different types of scams and fraud targeting them, and I was surprised to see so many of them navigating the platform. Some were even typing their questions in the chat box. But what I found surprising is their lack of knowledge on cybersecurity and the risks they take if they don't follow the proper steps to protect themselves and their devices. One of the participants actually said to me, and I quote her, My computer has been my lifeline for the past year. I love that, by the way. I'm sure most, if not all, of older Americans would agree that their new electronics, or should I call them social devices, have been their lifeline during the pandemic. And so I've decided to talk about how we can protect our parents and older relatives from scams and fraud. In other words, how we can educate and empower them on ways to protect and secure not just their electronic devices, but their personal and financial information as well. Which brings me to the title of this episode, Online Social Security Awareness. Well, there's no doubt that technology is certainly a convenient and perhaps beneficial tool for many. It can also be daunting or challenging. Even worse, they can be risky or dangerous to navigate for those who lack experience or knowledge, even when they only use it to socially engage with their loved ones. I remember a few years back when my mother pulled out a smartphone from her handbag and I thought to myself, Whose idea was this? Months later, I was visiting with them, and I hear a pin sound coming from her phone. When I looked over, there she was, reading a Facebook message as she grinned. This time, I thought to myself, what is she doing? Well, just one year later, I bought her a tablet for her birthday. But before I set it up for her, I have to admit that I gave her a spiel on online privacy and security, and of course, phishing emails and scams. So now I sit back and I watch as she enjoys connecting with family and friends, 95% of which she hasn't been able to see since the beginning of the pandemic. So I'm grateful and happy that my mother has a means of communicating with the outside world as she and my dad continue to safely shelter in place. However, what I didn't know three years ago was just how handy and useful her electronic devices would be for her to connect for telehealth checkups, schedule an appointment for the COVID vaccine, for example, or to leisurely watch and read news from around the world. 
One thing I know for sure is that I'm constantly offering her tips on online social security awareness. I recently read a story about an elderly woman who lost her best furry friend and used what little bit of money she had in her savings account to buy a new puppy online. Sadly, she was left with a broken heart because it was not a real puppy, but a scam. You see, scammers know how to tug at one's heartstrings and use whatever they can to take advantage of seniors, the most giving and vulnerable. As if worrying about them falling for a telephone scam call was bad enough, now there's the computer, smartphone, or tablet. Not too long ago, we told our parents not to answer their phone, but instead allow their answering machines to screen the calls for them. We all know that we can't give that advice when it comes to using a computer. I call this the COVID, the COVID communication error. Consumers overcome virtual interaction dilemmas. Let me elaborate on that. Have you recently had the cyber talk with your parents? Have you? Be honest. If not, why not? Together, we can do this. We have years of experience, yet we always need to update or refresh our knowledge. Imagine how they must feel when they go online. They are either nervous or overly confident because they were able to log on. Let's do more for our seniors. Let's share our knowledge with them. Let's walk them through this step by step. It's paramount that we talk to our older parents, relatives, friends, and neighbors about ways they can protect their financial and personal information online. Explain to them how a phishing or spam email looks and how and ways to identify one. Remind them to unsubscribe from unsolicited emails or better yet, block the sender. Encourage them to have multiple email accounts, one for important emails, another for junk emails. Make sure they set high security settings on all of their devices, as well as have multiple and strong login passwords. Teach them of the importance of typing the name of the website on the URL address line rather than a search engine, and give them an example. Remind them never to accept friends invitations from strangers or people they don't know or recognize on their social media accounts. In fact, have them use an alias name on their social media accounts and tell them to avoid using a photo of themselves for their profile, but instead use a landscape photo or maybe one of their favorite hobbies. Of course, you also want to tell them never to share personal information such as their date of birth, address, or maiden name. Make sure they update their software regularly and have antivirus protection on all of their devices. Encourage them to set up two-factor authentication on all of their accounts. Remind them that if they receive a threatening email or get a pop-up on their screen, not to panic or react by responding. Tell them to delete the email or turn off the device. Finally, 
one good word of advice for everyone, but mostly our seniors, and that is to always think before you click. Think before you click. It's catchy and it works. And remember that scammers prey on your fear, so please don't let your guard down, my dear. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Consumer Toolbox. Remember to subscribe and share your new knowledge with others, especially our older Americans. But for now, I say to you, stay safe, be well, and always be sure to stay well informed. Until next time. Oh, and be sure to tune in for tomorrow's final episode of our podcast daily series for National Consumer Protection Week.